Hello and welcome to the Vanguard Mutants and Masterminds Tabletop Podcast. As always, I'm the DM Sloth. Joining me this week, we have Labby playing Hoshi. Hello. Kirby playing Mr. Nobody. Lyra playing Stampede. Hello. And Shira playing Lazarus. That is I. How's everyone doing? Great. I'm quarantined in my house and loving it. Yeah! Yep. Quarantine party! Ooh. Just, just to date this, this <laughs> podcast. I was, say, I think, was Corona even a thing when we recorded the last one? Um, yeah, like it's been yeah, a thing for yeah. a few months. It just wasn't this bad. Uh, for a few years. Yeah. I mean, I've had my first Corona <laughs> period like a while ago. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully by the time we actually post this, this, these jokes will be really out of date and irrelevant. Yeah, and not like poor taste. We can only help. So, uh, would someone like to summarize last week? Or sorry, last month? Not it. We're not a weekly podcast, we're a monthly podcast. Shira, you really seem to enjoy uh, last month's episode. Why don't you summarize it? I was actually going to volunteer for this one. All right, go ahead. So I met my mentor, Danger Russ, also known as just Russ. And he's, what what would you call it? He's the, like, gatekeeper? He, no. Caretaker. Well, maybe. He's the caretaker of the campus, of Vanguard. And... Well, he's also gatekeeping a multiverse hole, among other things, like a forklift that I have been offered training in. Hint, hint. <laughs> uh, so, but from that hole in the multiverse, he got his powers and he just bends space. He. He explained it in a very weird way that he's not as fast as I can be, he's faster. He just, he doesn't teleport, but he just moves. So I want to, I want to learn. Also, uh, dinosaur. (laughs) Well, uh, wait, it was Hoshi and... Stampede went to a museum, and then the museum, like the the dinosaur skeleton in the museum, was brought to life. That is not what happened. No. No. What the? (laughs) We walked outside the museum, and that was going down, and the dinosaur was already there. That was nearly a coincidence. Oh, you know, you could have tied it in like that. (laughs) (laughs) Could have, but that this this wasn't night at the museum. There was. (laughs) You were at a natural history museum, and also... Okay, so I'm... I'm retconning the whole story. Okay, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. popcorn to me. Popcorn to me. Okay, so there was a dinosaur, and we all went, and we defeated it. And then, I was it because of the hole that it appeared? And then we had to fight it again inside the hole for Russ to take care of like all of this. And we were we were fighting 
So the the implication was that the T Rex is one of the many things that gets spit out of the hole that Russ created when he got his powers, and he had to put it back. But he had to put it back in the right place because putting a T Rex in a random incorrect spot is a dick move. Yeah, and then we had to suffer through a lot of things. It being a skeleton, and then it being able to borrow, and then it being able to borrow more. <laughs> and then it got wings. And then it got wings, but it was in ground. So, and then I was in its rib cage. I remember that. And then you but, banished, but, banished the undead tea, burrowing T Rex yeah. back to where it came from. Then finally, we defeated it, and I think that's where we left off. So I guess I'll start by asking, uh, after that, where would you like to go? Obviously, you're leaving the multi-dimensional hole. I want to hang out with Russ a bit more. I want to learn about other things that this hole has spit out. Okay. What about, uh, what about Aki and Ginny? They probably should get back to the museum. Yeah, we should. <laughs> they probably think we're dead. You guys are in so much trouble. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I'm going to start with you two. Uh, upon returning to uh, the museum, you see that everyone is getting back into their buses. Uh, and there are also police that have arrived. Uh, that's not for us. Let's just go... Straight for the bus. Yep, yeah, let's get back on the bus. Okay, we were always here. Just saying we were in the bathroom or something. Hmm. I am going to need a roll for that, but let me look at the skills to see which ones oh, it should be. Oh, lord. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm dice cursed now because I haven't had two children since last. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the dice gods are not happy. Oh, yeah. So, uh,. Lyra, uh, also last week in summary, uh, offered up her first two children to the dice gods so that her ghost skunk could chop the T-Rex with a helicopter blade. And it did! And then okay. immediately reneged on the deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But she got two nat 20s in a row and then said, nope, not, not paying up. <laughs> so I'm going to need a deception roll out of both of you, please. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, so we both have to do it. Yeah. I don't have anything, so it's just gonna be flat. I got an 8. I got a 17. <laughs> so, apparently, they haven't heard about my, my renege. Yeah, they're punishing me. Maybe they're just waiting for the opportune time. Yeah. So... I'm sorry, but uh, to both of you, 17 was not enough. Uh, the bus driver immediately flips out upon seeing you and calls, uh, tells you to stay right where you are. And uh, Professor Goldblum shows up. Says, oh, where, where have you two been? We've been worried sick. <laughs> Wait. Professor Goldblum, as in Professor <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Dude, so, answer the question, young lady. I, I, I will not talk. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god, it is. <laughs> we were in the bathroom, and it was just... Uh, uh, yeah, we were in the bathroom. Now, uh, uh, ladies, do you really expect me to believe that? Do you think we didn't search the bathroom? We we searched the bathroom. Which bathroom? All of them. And we had the police search them as well. Where have you been? Hiding. We're going Honestly, to have to have a meeting about this when uh, we get back to school. For now, get on the bus. <laughs> okay. So, upon returning to school, you were both sent to the principal's office. And for not following uh, proper procedures, you will both be given a Saturday detention. Aww. We had plans. Okay, let's cut back to Lazarus. So, uh, uh, how was your first day? You, uh, you excited? Wanna, uh, keep going? Man. Uh, yeah, I would love to. I want to learn. Like, where, how did you get your powers? Did it occur, like, from the hole, or did the hole come, become first, and then you got it from there? Like, what has come out of the hole? How has he, how have you dealt with it before? I have so many questions. Uh, why don't you start with just uh just one? Uh, I'm I'm still a little buzzed. <laughs> oh oh uh yeah the, the alcohol in the fridge. Uh, um well uh, have you gone deeper into the hole? Deeper. Uh, yes. Uh, depth is a little relative. When moving through fourth dimensional space, it's. Distance works differently, I guess is what I can say. And to it, how was. What were the other questions? I'm sorry. What else has come out of that hole? Oh, lots of stuff. Uh, lots, lots of stuff. Like? Well, people, uh, horrifying diseases, uh, a giant ball of light that wanted to consume the universe and uh, endless uh, fire and all that stuff. Other me's, other you's. They come from different dimensions? Well, yeah. Multiverse. Every possible version of you exists somewhere. And it may or may not connect through that hole, but a lot of them do. Have you gone to other multiverses? Like, other universes? I try to avoid it, but yes, it happens sometimes. It's, it can be difficult to find your way back. That has... that hole has endless possibilities. Think about... you could explore different dimensions, different universes once more advanced. You could bring back technology, you could bring back research. 
it could be amazing. And I could just as easily bring back a piece of bacteria that would wipe out the whole human race. It's, it's better to limit the time you spend out there. I, I just... <laughs> You're living with endless potential inside of your shed. It's just, it's hard to believe, you know? Plus, you have a forklift. You're living the life. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. There is something I can teach you, but I'm going to need you to go find one of your other little friends. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, sure. Whatever you need. All right. Well, meet me at the Hollow Dome in 30 minutes. Uh, wait, where, where's the Hollow Dome? It's the big dome-shaped building on top of a... Uh, not the observatory, the other one. The one without the telescopes together. You just look up, you'll see it. Okay, I'll look for the circular building. Well, you should look for one of your friends first. Uh, okay, which one, or just any of them? Just any of them. It'll do. Whatever you come across. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't, uh, Sloth would say, preferably Mr. Nobody. Uh, because... That's the old oh, yeah. attention. I was gonna do that anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, uh, I'll meet you there as soon as I can. Actually, let's let's make it a race. Are you ready? Okay. On your marks, get set, go. I'm gonna run out and try to find Mister Nobody. Yeah, Mister Nobody, where are you today? I am in the most casual area that I can be while still in uniform and waiting for any sort of emergency. Uh, I'm probably on my phone sipping boba tea. So wait, you're still in your your Mr. Nobody outfit? Yeah, I don't have any gigs right now, so I'm just kind of hanging around. Alright. Well, you know, uh, Lazarus, you can just give him a call if you want. Uh, well, I'm already on the move, so I'm going to scout the campus. You're going to search I'm every not... possible point you have access to on the campus? <laughs> I'm not a practical thinker. Yeah, um, I'm going to be exactly at the last place that you find me. <laughs> How about you're in the place I would have looked before I after I gave up and then I just call you I was like oh shoot I was about to check there and then you hear like a ringing like behind you <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> six people oh hey how's it going uh no time to explain I'm gonna grab him and run off to the dome I think I'm going to just frantically uh Yelp and try to reach for my tea that's like dropped out of my hand, but I'm already zoomed. Okay, as you flail about with one hand grabbed uh, uh, onto your tea and the other one grabbed by Lazarus, who's moving it at top speed. Four miles each six seconds, <laughs> baby. It's gotta be some whiplash. I'll grab your neck. Uh, I grab your head. I'll be fine. 
It's they they did this in um one of the X Men movies. Yeah, it was um was it Days it, of Future Past? It was the first one. No, it was. It, it was the one where Wolverine went back in time and. No, it was a second one because it's in the the mansion. Yeah, it's the explosion. It was the one where he went back in time. They got Magneto out of the. Pentagon? Pentagon. Yes, because that's where you store dangerous criminals at the exact center of military power in your country. They aren't smart people. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I agree. They are very dumb. Well, I disagree about it being the first movie, but only our true fans will know. And they'll tell you through Twitter or other means. Specifically Lyra, because she runs the Twitter. And is not even part of this conversation. And if I'm Hello. wrong, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, so uh appears as though Russ walked at a more leisurely pace. You uh beat him by quite a bit. Uh, I did? Yes. Oh my god, I start celebrating. This is amazing. Uh, can you put me down, please? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. I was just failing, like <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with uh, Mr. Nobody on top of my head. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I want to race against the fastest person probably in the world. I'm just happy. Oh, hey there. Uh, I'm Russ. I don't think we've met. Hey, Mr. Nobody. I put out my hand. Oh, that'll be easy to remember. He grabs it. There's still a bit of grease on his hand, so it's going to wipe off on you. Yeah, I kind of try to find, like, a nice piece of wall, I guess, to just wipe my hand against. Uh, and, yeah. Okay, so I noticed when when y'all were fighting uh, the, the big guy yesterday is that you lacked teamwork. I think if you had combined your attacks, you would have had a lot more luck. There was a lot of missing going on, and I get it, it was a skeleton, not a lot of meat to hit on, but still, here's how you can help. So, I'm gonna go up in that office, you two stay in the dome. And after a few moments, uh, a recreation of a T-Rex was gonna pop up in front of you. And this is my new rule that I'm introducing this week, from the rule book. Hooray! It's called Team Attacks. Similar to teamwork checks, but they work slightly differently. Okay, so basically how it works is, if you, let's have, every, uh, have the two of you roll initiative. Okay. That's a 14. It's a plus dex, right? Or wait, uh, wait, no. Plus fight. Uh, no, I don't believe, um, it's, it's plus agility. But then you can also oh, get plus uh, you can also get a skill that increases it, or rather a, a ba- you can increase the base one by spending points on that. Oh, okay. Uh, in that case, uh, ten. All right, let me roll for this guy. Uh, I might have lied about my initiative. Okay. It might be plus thirteen, not plus three. So that would be. A- 24. Okay. 
Does that sound crazy? No. I mean, if you can spend a ton of points on it, then yeah, that's reasonable. I did spend points on it. Okay. Alright, so. Now, Lazarus, you're gonna have to slow yourself down a bit. You see, this, you're a lot faster than T-Rex, obviously. Is you. But if you uh, go in all guns a-blazing, then you won't uh, be able to capitalize on your uh, partner attacking at the same time. That's basically what I'm telling you to do as characters. You have the ability now to delay your turn. Allow the okay. T-Rex to attack, and then you com combine your attack with Mr. Nobody. Right. So I'm going to delay my attack until Mr. Nobody goes. Alright. So the T-Rex is going to move to bite you. Don't worry, it's not real. Sure looks real. Well, yeah, we paid a lot of money for that. Okay, does a 29 hit? Uh, pretty sure it does. Give me a second. What's your parry, and then add 10 to that. If that's not higher than 29, it hits. No, it, it hits. Okay. So then it, a little imaginary... That's by 10 points. Yeah, okay. So a little imaginary red bar above your head is going to go down. Oh. Alright, so now you two need to coordinate it, uh, attack it simultaneously. Catch it off guard. Okay, so I would like you both to roll an attack. Just any attack? Any attack, but just declare that this is a teamwork attack. Uh, it's a teamwork attack. I rolled a 21. I do declare that this is a teamwork attack, and I have rolled 22. Ooh, nice. Okay. So, here's how this works, is that basically, you can consider a degree of success a bonus for your, uh, for everyone. So, because you have two degrees of success here, because you both successfully hit it, you would get a plus two to your attacks. Now, in this particular case, it doesn't matter because you both would have hit anyway. Uh, now, if you had a third person who also successfully attacked, you'd get three, and then it would be a plus five. So, when you're fighting one big bad opponent, you might it would be beneficial as a group to utilize these so that even if somebody rolls really poorly, like was happening a lot last week... <laughs> last month. Why do I keep saying week? Um, potentially, you could still turn it into a victory. So does everyone get that? Uh, so we each uh, add plus two to our attack, or just one of us? In this case, you would both do it. Okay. And if three people were attacking at the same time, then we each roll independently, but then add a plus five. Only if you get three degrees of success. So if one person doesn't hit, that doesn't count towards the, the three okay. degrees of success. That would only be two degrees of success. Unless somebody also rolled much, much higher than it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it gives us bonuses. I get it. Okay. So let me know, uh, let me ask what damage both of you would do with your base attack. Uh, damage is, give me a second, oh, it's, uh, ten. Jeez, I think I only do four. That's right, although you also have, uh, criticals, do you not? That are 
better than average. Oh, right, I do. I did not roll any criticals, but no. I do. Oh well. Yeah, I I got my claws. Don't feel bad. They're nature's gift to sloths. Doesn't matter anyways, you both damage it, and then the hologram disappears. So, so that's I guess what I, I think would help you out a lot in the future when you're when you're fighting the big baddies like that. Work as a team. Combine attacks, all that good stuff. Alright, good talk. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, thanks, Russ. Yeah, thanks. Is that all for now? Is that all you need me for? Can I suppose. I, can I uh, help with anything else? Well, I'll tell you what. You seem really excited about the forklift. If you want to come by tomorrow, I can run you through it. The, the oh training God, modules. That's my... Yes, yes, yes. I would love that. You are, yeah. are, are weirdly excited about this, but all right. <laughs> I, I, I do love me some forklifts. I'm sorry, I just want to be prepared if I ever need that forklift. I know you said I can't use it in battle, but I just want to be prepared. I mean, I suppose it's a useful life skill if this whole superhero thing doesn't work out. Well, if the superhero thing doesn't work out, I'm just going to go with my plan B of just being a sloth. How, but how plan much does C, that pay? that's sure. Well, I get free food, and I just live wherever I want. I don't know, it's just, you're, I'll just be a sloth. I, like, I, I don't mean to be disrespectful, to but uh, it sounds an awful lot like you're choosing to be a bum. No offense. <laughs> what? It's just, look, it's what my whole family does. And I look, it's not necessarily what I want to do, but it's what they expect of me. And you know how families are. They're like, well, you know, you should just eat your plants and keep your head low and just make funny faces at the zoo. Say, I, I, I don't mean to be indelicate, but can the rest of your family talk and move at crazy fast speeds? Oh, no, not at all. I'm just special. I mean, I'm sure your I mean, your mom wants to make you to make something of yourself, not just, you know, live in a tree. You had an opportunity to do better. I don't know. She does like to groom me quite a lot when I go visit. Yeah, yeah, I get that too. You know, the whole, he licks his thumb and then wipes his face off. So like, like that, you know, whenever I'm around. Yeah. Looking for all that. Whenever I need like a tech cleaning, I always go visit her. There's no one who can do it just like her. Well, uh, you know what? I I really appreciate you offering to teach me how to drive the forklift. I just I, it's just one of those things those things that I really want to learn how to do. Alrighty. No. Well, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Th thanks again. Okay. One moment, I'm gonna need a drink. I'm losing my voice. Okay. I imagine Lazarus just leaving, but then leaving without um 
Mr. Nobody, and he's still confused. Oh, yeah, Mr. Nobody, you gonna, you, you gonna play around the holodome? I guess you're already there. Yeah, I think maybe I don't... I think maybe I'm still, like, on the lookout for more T-Rexes. I don't think I realize that, uh, that things have come to a close. Also, I imagine that I'm probably motion sick at this point from, uh, just suddenly being taken from the school campus to the holodeck. Oh, in that case, as on his way out, Russ is gonna say, oh, I know that look. Hold on. I got just the remedy. And he hands you a flask. <laughs> I, I sniff and try to figure out what's in the flask. It, you, you're pretty sure it's pure grain alcohol, if you had to guess. Russ, please no. <laughs> I look at Russ, I look at the uh, flask, I look at him again, and I, I shrug and say, uh, well, I guess this will make up for my boba tea, and I, I take a uh, swig. Okay. Uh, uh, Mr. Nobody? It, Both it, of you. It, it, it helps, you know, disorientation and all that. I use it all the time. It's a self-medicate. What I know. is this stuff? I feel like I've been punched in the gut. Like I said, that's pure uh, grain alcohol. Moonshine. Aren't we on the clock right now? We could get in trouble. I'm your boss, and I'd say you're fine. <laughs> oh. I think okay. while, while I'm coughing up a lung from how much that's... Uh, that's hitting my system right now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, don't be such a prude. <laughs> Have well, some fun. <laughs> and I hand, uh, I hand, I pass the flask over. Oh no, I'm pretty sure that's poison for my kind. Remember, I'm not human. Suit yourself. Well, yes. Uh, I'd rather be alive. Also, well, since you are my commanding officer pretty much who am I to dis to to question authority but but yeah just Mr. Nobody I expected better from you okay we're going to jump to the next day to our naughty Saturday detention dwellers so the two of you are in a Brown classroom, windows overlooking uh, the football field, and Professor Goldblum is sitting at the table and says, Okay, uh, Jenny, Aki, this is the first time you've been here, I believe, if I'm correct. Yep. I think so. Well, I want you to look around this room. We got a bunch of uh, troublemakers, and, and they, they're here all the time. But that doesn't have to be you. You can learn uh, from this experience, and hopefully I'll never see you here again. This room smells bad. It really does. Did they do a dissection here last week? All right, well, there is no talking inside our detention. I'm going to have to ask you two to take your seats. Uh, and, uh... Do homework. There, it's eight hours. I will be outside coaching the girls lacrosse team, but I will have my eyes. He does a little finger point into his eyes about you, on you, from right out that window. So, no mischief. What? What if I close the curtains? What if I have to go to the bathroom? 
there will be an opportunity for a bathroom break in two hours. But what if we have to go now? It is too late. Take your seats. So you're just gonna let us just sit around with our legs crap. Maybe that's why it smells bad. Oh my god. Okay, so he's going to head out. There's a, a group of girls here with you as well. Um, you may recognize some of them. One of them immediately pulls out a cigarette and starts and lights it up. She sounds like she's got a six-pack a day, boys. Uh, I'll wave at her again. So what are you in here for? <laughs> this is an ideal character for me to play right now because I'm losing my voice. <laughs> Uh, we took a little excursion on the field trip yesterday. And a dinosaur attack. Yeah, we saw the dinosaur. It was really cool. <laughs> they haven't let me have one of those in years. Uh, why are you here? Uh, is it because of the smoking? Probably, yeah. I don't know. I get so many of these, it's hard to keep track. Okay, uh, a few hours pass. And then, you begin to space out, I mean, so you're probably going to spend a lot of time watching the field, because there's really nothing else going on. And you see, seemingly out of nowhere, like there's, a bunch of people are gathered around, and there's two girls who are fighting, with their lacrosse sticks. Pretty brutal, actually. Way more than you would expect, there's blood flying everywhere. Oh. And then it starts to break out into even more of a fight as more people start to join in. Uh, Professor Goldblum just is tearing people off, or at least making an attempt at least doing a really poor job. And at the window, you see a tiny little black cat jump up onto the windowsill. A kitty! Oh, hello! So you immediately notice there's something a little off about this cat. Its eyes are kind of weirdly spaced, and they're looking in opposite directions. And its tongue is always stuck out. Oh, constant blip. I love it. So cute. And it paws at the window. I want to open it. Yes, get the baby. <laughs> okay. You open up the window. And there's a cat. With a little, uh, it has something tied around its neck. A little envelope. Addressed to Hoshi. I don't know who this oh. Hoshi is. Oh. I think this is for you. Thank you. I'll pet the kitty while she's reading it. As I take the note, I pep. I give a little pet. Okay. It says, uh, take this cat into a room untouched by sunlight and then say this phrase three times. Boogie nights. Okay. Oh. Time to find a closet. I can't think of a room in a school that wouldn't have windows. I think the, yeah, I think the, you know, janitor's closet is right across from the detention room. Excellent. Which is probably a good place for it since it smells so bad in here. Yeah. Are you ditching? Hell yeah. Yep. Alright, well, uh, Dorothy, the smoker, says, I shouldn't do that. You'll get another three months of this. 
And let's say I didn't warn you. But if you go, then you go. Bye, Dorothy. Have a drink of water sometime soon, okay? <laughs> we out. And like, he has his hands full, so he won't really notice. Yeah. Those girls are really going at it. Yeah. I can smell the blood from here. So, as you leave, I would like both of you to make a will save. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. So it would be the plus seven? If that's your will modifier, then yeah. 1d20 plus seven. Okay. I got an 18. I rolled a 10. 12. Okay, changing dice after that roll. Okay, uh, Stampede, you feel fine. Hoshi, you feel agitated. You're not quite sure why. But two of you get to the janitor's closet, which I guess is... It's locked, but I'm guessing that that's not really an obstacle for the two of you. How would no. you like to get in? Um... I, I can just intimidate have... the lock now. <laughs> I can just have Oreo go inside because he's permeable and then open it sure. from the inside. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, the door pops open and there's your little ghost scum friend. Thank you, mister. What a helpful little boy. He stands up on his hind legs and waves. Ah, <laughs> wonderful. Okay, I'll shut the door behind us. Okay. Alright, what's the next step? Uh, boogie nights, boogie nights, boogie nights. Okay, the light above you dies. And you are oh. now standing in pitch black. Except for the cat that you brought with you. Its eyes start to glow white. Ooh. And then, which one of you is holding it? Hoshi. Okay. Oh, it, it just feels lighter and lighter and lighter until it sort of just evaporates from your hands. And you see the light raise up, and then go off into the, get smaller and smaller and smaller, off into the distance. You hear a horn. You're fairly certain the sound of a train moving along tracks towards you as the light, now instead of two eyes, forms one circle. It's moving right at you. What's going on? Um. Is there anywhere we can move? You can is try it still move just... Yeah, I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, as you do, and it gets louder and louder and louder and closer, you step to the side. follow the steps um, on the little cat's collar. <laughs> I will never not follow the steps when little cats give me. Okay. 
Um, and as the train hits you, it just kind of passes right through you. You can feel the gust of wind, and then you can see the interior of the train. And if you were to just take one step up, you'd be inside it. Hmm. Can we step up on it? You can certainly try. I would like to try. Yeah, let's do it. It's not hard at all. You just pop right in. You see a bunch of strangers sitting inside the, in the train, minding their own business, uh, reading their papers, playing with their phones. This is way better than detention. Yep, yep. This was worth three months. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, where would you like to go in the train? Oh, we're just in the train now? Yeah. You are in the train. Okay. Uh, let's... So are we in, like, the first... Like, are there several cars? There appear to be, yes. Let's let's explore the train. Yeah. Let's try to make it to the caboose. You are in the caboose currently. There are only three oh, cars, car- actually, from what you can tell. Okay, well, let's, let's go to the... To the engine! Yeah! Okay, as you enter the front car, it seems to be very long, much longer than you'd expect. And, and the closer you get to the engine, the interior begins to change. Looks starts to look more like a plain interior. And you look back and see and see nothing but planes behind, uh, sorry, plain interior behind you as you keep going. This is freaky. It's trippy. And and you feel immense turbulence as uh, the plane starts to shake. People are freaking out. Uh, The above head container that should contain the facial mask pop down. People grab up to them only to realize that there are now uh, venomous snakes uh, heads popping out where they should be. Sorry, where the face mask should be. Are we in that one movie? Oh, no. Give me a little Jackson, where are you? We need you! There's too many snakes on this plane. <laughs> so dumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, you arrive at the cockpit, it's op- it opens up, and you see a black, smoky figure that literally appears to be made of smoke with those same glowing eyes that the cat had before. It says, oh, you made it. Come in. Okay. Uh, hi. I don't know if I'm supposed to be here. Well, you're here now. I guess so. Such as it is. I'm Boogie. He, the, the, the smoke sort of forms a claw-like hand extending towards you. I shake it. I'll just wave. And I'm here to guide you as your mentor, sent by Vanguard. Ooh. Oh, congratulations! I'll give her a high five. Yeah. I'm sure you have a lot of questions. Yes. Are you going to answer them? Are you, are you going to ask them? What is this? What just happened? Why are there snakes everywhere? Ah, uh, well... You were a cat a second ago, right? I was chasing someone as a cat, but 
I have other jobs. I'm Boogie. I'm sort of a, you might say, something of an elemental. A personification of a force that exists in the universe. In case you couldn't guess, it's fear. Ooh. And I'm helping those folks out. They're dreaming somewhere on the other side of the world. Or some, I guess, are just night shift workers. That, that makes, makes sense. Well, okay, but how is this helping them? Fear is extremely helpful. Fear helps you avoid the things that can do serious harm to you. Like snakes on a plane. <laughs> yeah. You know Don't bring snakes right. on a plane. It's but, a bad idea. Yeah, that happens all the time in major city, at the major city airport. For some reason, there's just so many snakes. The illegal exotics market. Yeah. Well, anyways, it, uh... Sheer coincidence that I happened to find you today, uh... You might imagine, I'm not the only one uh, personification of an emotion. There's another one, uh, Rage, lost his host recently, very unfortunate, and he's trying to find a new one. That tends not to go well, and he is currently here. Oh, is that why there were people thrown down in the field? I yeah. would say that's very likely the case. Um. So, he has a lot less control than I do, and unfortunately I can't really move that much during the daylight. People aren't as scared when the sun's out. But that's good, though. I found you. She's very intimidating. You'll be very impressed with her. Yes. You made a good choice. <laughs> I'm just hyping my friend people should, people should fear me, but they make mistakes. So he's going to produce two black gems and offer them to you. He says, if you can get him to try and possess you while you have this in your possession, he'll be trapped inside the gem and I can move him somewhere where he'll do less damage. Okay. Well, best of luck. I'll stay with you in cat form and if you have any questions, you know how to contact me. Yep. And I'll keep your kitty form safe. Alright, then he reaches over to pull a handle on the... in the cockpit, but it ends up just being the door handle, which he pulls open. Light streams in. His form disappears, and then he just pops back into the cat form. Blip. Aww. Wonderful. Let us find your friend. Yes. I think friend. Question. Is one of those gems for me? Or are they both just for Hoshi? Blip. Okay, whatever. That's your mentor. I'm just here to help in any way I can. Okay. Um, should we explore the school? Oh wait, no, we should go outside to the lacrosse practice, right? Well yeah, but then Goldblum was there. Oh right. You know what? I can try and run distraction. I can lead him on a wild goose chase. And maybe that'll get you some time to wander around the school and explore. 
Yes. Okay. Um, what can I do? I've never been <laughs> a bad kid before, but this is, this is good. This is fun. I'm exploring. Um, oh, I know. So <laughs> Stampede is going to walk um, back to the stinky, disgusting detention room. And she is going to throw a chair through a window. Oh my god. Okay, but before you do that, I would point out something. When you get back to the detention room, everyone else is missing. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Darn, I wanted to throw a chair through a window. Is Can we see outside? Is the lacrosse practice still going on outside? No, it looks like they've all left. Oh. This might be easier than we thought. Well, I guess we can go as a team now. Alright. Next time. Next yeah. time I'll throw a chair through a window. You'll do it one day. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. Where do you think everybody went? Lunch? Is it lunchtime? I don't know. Let's just go check the cafeteria anyways. Okay. You know, that's the place of rage sometimes. Food fights. Yeah. Whatnot. Yeah. Okay. As you're moving through the school, nothing about this seems right. The hallways, they're starting to warp. Not quite as much as how odd it looked when you were in boogies, but in a similar way. And you seem to remember the tiles being a different color. As now they seem to be a very bright blood red. I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. Although this might make it easier to find wherever wrath is. Because Rage. Rage, yeah. Because usually the closer we get, it'll probably get redder and weirder. Yeah. Onward. Let's go. You go down the maze of hallways. The cafeteria is also not where it used to be. Damn it. But you do hear a scream in the distance. That's not good. And, no. a, and a door pops open at the end of the hallway. just does nothing come out of it it just opens nothing comes out of it uh you want to go that way i think we're supposed to go that way yeah okay all right entering this room you see another one of the girls there sophia she is dangling uh in this room her hands tied above her head and the crappy little t uh, old school TV on the uh, uh, on the corner pops up. And you see Professor Goldblum. He's got sort of a twisted look on his face. He's not the same man you knew before. Oh no! It's like no. <laughs> ah, good evening, afternoon, whenever it is, doesn't matter. You know, I've had seen thousands of students come through this school, and I don't think not. A single one of them has ever listened to me. But here's your chance to prove me wrong and save Sophia's life. I, in a moment, 
she will be exposed to either one kilonewton of force or 100 curies of radiation. And you get to choose. Which will it be? Well, the radiation's gonna be the worst, right? Both are gonna hurt for her. Yeah. And I don't want that. But, like, radiation's cancer. Yeah, but... Why don't we just not listen to him? Uh-oh. Think you're gonna play it that way, huh? Well, then I'll just do both. You have ten seconds to answer the Quizlings' questions. The what? Oh, the, the Quizling? I thought we were in detention. You just said we would be doing homework, not a... Five, four, three, two... Oh, do I really even like her? Are you really... It sounds bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> If you'd like to roll an intelligence check, I'll let you do that, but you have one second to answer. <laughs> okay, um... I got a 13. I don't know if that means I cared about her. I got a 2. Dice <laughs> gods are coming down on me. Okay. Uh... You're pretty sure, based off what you know of the metric system, that a 1,000... Uh, sorry, 1,000 uh, 1, newtons or 1 kilonewton, though is rough, is not a lethal blow. But you, don't, but you don't know <laughs> uh, how dangerous curies are. That's radiation related. So you choose and, the force. Yeah, yes. he famously died of radiation, so... Yeah. Okay. A ghostly fist appears and punches her in the face. Ooh. <laughs> ah! Aww. But other than that, she appears... But besides a bloody nose, she appears to be fine. Okay. You live... Okay, I would like everyone to make a, a sorry, the two of you to make another will check. Will save. Okay. Yay, I'm actually rolling high now. 21. I got a 20. Not Nat. Just, you know. Okay. You're both feel fine. You can cut Sophia down if you'd like. Yes. I would also yep. like to heal Sophia. Alright, you go right ahead. What, what the hell is going on? I, was I don't just, know. I was asleep at the desk, and then all of a sudden I'm in this weird bondage setup. Sophia, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's super weird. No, just the fact that you mentioned that. Just say you were tied up next time. Go home. Which, which way is home? I... Figure it out. You got this. Also, I really like your shoes. Thanks. <laughs> okay, she's gonna run off. <laughs> Alright, and we're gonna move away from the haunted high school for a moment to go back to Lazarus and Mr. Nobody, who have uh, agreed to show up for forklift training. I can't believe you requested this, but oh, here it is. <laughs> it was my only request for this week's session. How, so... I guess, like, I suppose I was listening in on the conversation, right? Or did did you just, like, pitch me the idea of going forklift training? Well, 
I'm going forklift training and I asked if you want to come along. Seems like a pretty simple request. Do you want to get forklift trained too? I, I guess? I think I think Mr. Nobai would probably assume that it's not just straightforward forklift training, but I guess we're about to find That forklift is the name of a special attack or something. Yeah, I think that's Mr. Nobody's like assumption going in, or maybe some crazy long acronym that Sloth is going to uh, make up on the spot. No, sadly, it's a forklift. <laughs> Wait, forklift. Uh, fighting. Really. Wait, no, I misspelled forklift <laughs> already. already. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting orcs readily. Uh, knives. Knives. Uh, Lift. Lift. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, I guess we can just jump right into this. So, the first thing I'm going to need one of you to sit up on this chair here. What's the other position? What? It, it, it's a one person. Machine, there, there aren't two people riding a forklift. That's not how this works. Oh, okay. I, I just wanted to make sure. I, I, I want to go first. Is that okay, Mr. Nobody? Yeah, um, maybe I could just sit here and he tries to, like, stand, sit, squat on the, uh, actual lift part. Now, I, Is I, this okay? No, I, I would strongly advise against that. It's, it's, it's not a toy. Not a toy. Uh, He's already like banging on the uh, lift. All right, let's get. Okay, so first thing I'm gonna need you to do is fasten your seatbelt. Click. All right, so there's two different controls you're gonna need to worry about here. We have the controls for the movement of the total machine here. So you got this, you turn the ignition, you can put it in drive, neutral, or reverse. And you have the Acceleration, the brake, just like a car. You know how to drive a car. Um, not really. No. Oh, okay. Well, that one makes it go, and that one makes it stop. Oh, uh, yeah. I I know the theory behind it. And you have a secondary pedal, which just edges it forward ever so slightly. So, and that's for more precision movement when you're when you're trying to pick up a pallet, right? Then over here we have the hydraulic lift control. So pulling this one will move it up and down. I really would not advise it while he's on there, but I suppose he's not moving. Uh, well, could I try it? Like he's he's a weight, and I'm sure he's less weight than this machine can can, can manage. Sure, sure. The best way to learn is by doing, and I pull the lever to go make it go up. I think uh, Mr. Novai has like a new cup of boba tea that he just started to sip when you suddenly pull it and he, he dropped. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry about that, Mr. Nobody. I didn't realize you were grabbing another grab uh, another cup of tea. You know what? That, that's, that's probably on me. Uh, and Mr. Nobody is probably clinging to something as the lift goes up. I agree. Okay, so that one takes it up and down. This one moves the forks left to right the entire 
thing holding the forks. Pull that down, loop right, pull it up, and loop left. And then we got this one over here. It leans the forks towards you, pull it this way, and away from you. And this is for when you're putting pallets down or securing them so they won't fall off. And lastly, you got this one that moves, and you're not going to use this one very often, but this one moves the forks in and out towards the center and then back out to their normal position. That's only for specialty work. You almost never use that one. Okay, and where's the self-destruct button? What? I I'm just kidding. I know there's no self-destruct button. I, I cannot imagine a scenario in which we would need that functionality on a forklift. Well, I design all of my gadgets with a self-destruct button. But this one just you lifts You don't know up. when it'll come in handy. If this were to fall into enemy hands, then they'd have a forklift. So... But... Yes. But then, if it had a self-destruct button, then they would have a bomb so and a forklift. You're really making my point <laughs> for me that we shouldn't put the self-destruct button on this because then we're given bomb to people. No, no. You press a button and then you give it to them. Or you let them steal it. And then you've given them a life bomb. Like, I have this very handy pen. And I pull, pull out a pen out of my hoodie. If I press this button, it self-destructs in 10 seconds. You see, so if I press it, and I press a button, in 10 seconds, I could throw this to someone, and it would self-destruct. Like so. And I'm gonna just throw it anywhere. Uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna roll. See where that's gonna land. That's an eight. Okay, that lands in the kitchenette. It explodes. Do I blow up his fridge? It's actually just a little small explosion. But do I blow up his fridge? How are we defining small? Like, not that much gunpowder can fit into this pen. That's how I design them. I put little, but little flicks of gunpowder inside the barrel of the pen. And then I use the clicker as kind of like a flint and it burns a little wick and that's what gives me the 10 seconds it's actually quite like not that technological okay. i have some other well, devices well, it's that not I destroyed but there's damage done in the kitchenette i said okay uh, there's so many problems with that number one if it's using an actual string wick then you wouldn't have 10 seconds every time you press it because every time you cancel it the wick is going to be shorter and also what if you Try and use that as a pen, and then you blow up your hand. Oh, it's why I color code my pens, and I take out another pen, and then I click it. This one's just a pen. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. No more explosions in, in the garage. I'm gonna, what? I want you to try and lift this pallet and take it to the loading dock in, in uh, the, the main building. I get off off the forklift and I try to lift the pallet. No, with the with the fork. Mr. Nobody, why don't you give it a try? Alright, if you say so. Um, sorry, I wasn't paying attention for any of that. Do I just 
push this, and then I I just push or pull like a random. Okay, let's see which one you do. You move the forks to the side. Oh, sweet! Why did he roll? To see which lever he he pressed or pulled. Okay, I'm assuming if you're if you're eventually going to take this seriously, then you manage to get the pallet on top of the forks. Yeah, I think you would take it seriously. Okay, so you take the forklift outside. You see the landscaping crew, which shares who shares a garage with uh, the temporal sanitation department. Uh, and the head of the crew shoots you a dirty look. Is it? Yeah. Shoots who? Whoever is driving the forklift. Who? Oh, that's you, Mister Nobody. Someone's in trouble. I think I try to switch places with <laughs> with Stampede. Or uh, I'm sorry, I'm with wait. Uh, Lazarus. You can't pull Lazarus. that on me anymore. <laughs> I'm, yeah, not so let me I'm not here. I'm not gonna resist. Okay. Well, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna roll the save, Lazarus. Uh, D twenty plus what? This is a uh, four so... Yes, yeah, four dude. DC uh, seventeen. Oh, that's a fourteen. Yeah, uh, Lazarus, you disappear and then reappear in the forklift. Uh, Mr. Nobody. Uh, well, well, well. I'm gonna put the brakes on the thing. Looks to me like Russ has got a couple of new recruits. And you already learned how to use the forklift. Let's say, Russ, are they ready? Oh no, not again. Uh, what's happening, Russ? Ah, uh, okay, so last time I had a staff, we had this game that we played with the equipment. Currently, it's being called Jeremy Ball. Because Jeremy always wins. That's right, I do. Uh, you, you don't want no part of that. Well, what if I win it for you? Would you like that? Sounds like she's eager, Russ. He, sorry. <sighs> okay. Well, we'll do that tomorrow. We got we got work to do today. Just get the pallet off. I'll explain later. Now we're going to cut back to the high school. Alright, so ladies, where are you headed? Uh where are we headed, Hoshi? Uh, we were in a classroom last night. Yep. Yes. Is there another door, or we just have to go out again? There's the door you came in. There's also a door that leads back and connects to another classroom if you want to go that way. Well, I guess this is the end of the hallway, so keep pushing forward, I guess. Okay. Going through that door leads you into the chemistry lab. 
hate chemistry. I'm not allowed in here. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you're not missing out. It, it sucks. Yeah, that's why I started the fire. But nobody knows that. I. Uh, okay. Do you say that out loud? Are we friends now? Yes. Okay. Cool. Just. Great. This is good. <laughs> All right. So the TV pops back on. It says. It says. Oh, the chemistry lab. Well, let's see what you know about the periodic table. Just throwing this out here. Here's a picture, and we're looking at uh, the pool that the school owns. It says, this poor young girl is dangling over two different pools, one of which uh, contains boiling oxygen. The other one contains frozen mercury. Which are, what are you going to drop her into? Uh, uh, you should uh, choose soon, or, or she'll suffer a terrible fate. Well, mercury is poisonous. And if it's frozen salt, wait. Frozen solid would hurt if she fell into yeah. that. Yeah. And she, and also, I'm pretty sure mercury freezes, like, below water. So it'd be very cold. Yeah. So potential frostbite. Yeah. But then are you gonna Boil drop into boiling hot oxygen? Uh oxygen's a gas. Yes. So would it just be hot air? Yeah. Choose Is quickly or Rose will die ten seconds. Slot, did you name them after Golden Girls characters? I did. <laughs> Oh god, this is Betty White's character! No! <laughs> I guess oxygen. Don't make us kill Betty White! <laughs> okay, so Rose has moved over above the pool of boiling oxygen. She falls in. She goes, Ow! My ankle! Really hurt! <laughs> okay, Betty White's okay. It's very good. You know that oxygen boils at room temperature. And apart from a bit of lightheadedness she'll soon be experiencing, and maybe a mild euphoria, she's totally fine. Maybe you're not as bad a student as I thought you were. You're definitely gonna lose your job after this. Yeah. Not only are you injuring <laughs> students, you're getting them high. I am beyond the teacher-student relationship now. I have become a quizzling. I still don't know what that is. Me neither. It's, it sounds stupid. Shira, by the way, is the nerd of the group, and she's uh, saying in the chat that she really wants to answer these questions. I am struggling <laughs> to stay quiet. <laughs> I, I, I wish I wasn't. Like, what do you mean the nerd of the group? We're all the nerds of this group. Sorry, the, the yeah. science nerd of the group. Okay. <laughs> hey, it depends on which science. Medical science? My sh- <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know bio, bio. I know. I know some chem and a lot of it. I hate chemistry. If it was on Kurtzkasat, then I'm good. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> so wonderful YouTube channel. Okay. Alright. 
I also want to note that Sloth is a math nerd of our group. He's a numbers man, yes. He likes crunching those numbers. He loves stonks. <laughs> he likes stonks game. All the time. <laughs> Always grinding at the stonks. So he's also the econ nerd. Yeah. Anyways, moving <laughs> on. Where are we headed next? Uh, if there's another door, we just keep heading forward, I guess. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, one more will check, please. We'll save. Okay. Sixteen. Okay, you are both feeling very agitated. Hoshi more so, uh, because this is the second one you failed. You feel angry. Kind of just, it's directionless. Like, every stimulus that you encounter just is pissing you off. Man. I feel angsty for some reason. Do you feel this? I feel something. I don't like it. Okay, let's let's get this over with. Yeah. Hey, maybe this is good. Maybe we can beat up rage with our, yeah. our angst. Yeah. Okay. I am really losing my voice. I do apologize. <laughs> we might have to cut this episode early, but I'm going to continue okay. as long as we can. Okay. All right. We love your sexy, rusky voice. Oh, my God. Gross. <laughs> Just gross. <laughs> <laughs> It felt wrong as I said it. No, it Lyra, come. future Lyra, leave that in. No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Shira, he's my boss. <laughs> okay. So, you get to the home economics lab. You see Dorothy inside. Uh, you can see her through the glass. The door is currently locked. And she is tied to a stove. You can smell through the crack beneath, though, that it is. there is a gas leak in that room. She is trapped there with her lighter and her cigarette on the table. It's the only thing she can reach. Oh no, be Arthur. No! How would you like is to. It, well, is I, there also a TV in here, too? Yes. But then the quiz says this isn't a test for you, I'm afraid. This one, she's got a problem, and she has to choose between her addictions, her cravings, and survival. Don't interfere. Are you going to interfere? I want to know what happens if we interfere. So, where are the cigarettes and lighter and stuff? She, they're within arm's reach of her. So she's just taped to the chair? She is tied to the stove. Oh, well. You know what I mean. Uh. Should we interfere? Kicking down the door. Give me a strength check. <laughs> okay, let me just do... That's not my character sheet. Um. You've got this. You're very strong. Nat 20 plus 4. Yeah. Okay, uh, that door flies off the hinges. <laughs> just... <Yeah. laughs> You're probably gonna get in trouble if they ever connect you to that. It's okay, they I'm not telling you. connected me to the fire! 
Okay. Uh, you are able to rescue Dorothy if you'd like. Yep. The Quisling is furious. Says, no! No! But you're, you're being a spoil sport here. Said, not everyone... I'm trying to help people grow. That's why I do. That's why I became a teacher in the first place. This isn't growing. This is murder. It's, yes. It's only murder if they die. This would kill her. This is still a crime. This yeah. is still threatening the lives of minors. Oh, she's turning off the stoves. Also, roll me a perception. Uh, I need to look at what my perception is. It is... Ooh, yay. I got 18. a 23. I'm sorry, could you, you both said at the same time. I couldn't tell what, what you said. I got 18. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hoshi first. <laughs> then Stampede, I, please. I got an 18. I got a 23. Okay. You heard his voice is not just over the uh, the television. He's really close. He might be in a classroom adjacent to this one. Okay. We're, we're near him. Also, do we have to make another will save? You do, with everyone you save. Uh, look, Dorothy, I get he's a bad guy and all, especially, you know, but this should be a sign. Maybe, maybe you try some nicotine gum or some patches? Yeah. I can quit whenever I want. I, oh, I failed. I rolled a three, so that's 11 total. I got 21. Okay, Hoshi, you're you're not any more agitated than you were before. Uh, Stampede, you are now pissed off again. <laughs> I mean, you are about as pissed off as Hoshi was a minute ago. Everything's just infuriating to you. As soon as Dorothy says that she can quit anytime she wants, I'll slap her in the face and be like, no, you have to quit now, or else you're going to get popcorn line. Ooh. Jeez. Okay. Can we get out of this gas leak room, please? I don't know what came over me. It's probably the gas. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Dorothy. Just like, if you line up, when I line up, just like, make sure you're far from here. Yeah. And let's, let's do less than six packs a day. Just one less pack every day, you know? Okay, so where are we headed next? Uh, can we... Wait, can I use tracking to see... Since you said he was close, to see where he might be? Sure. Give me a roll. So that's a 23 again. Okay, you're pretty sure he's in the audiovisual room. Of course. Because right next Plays door. the TVs. Alright, let's go. Would you like to bust down this door, too? Yes. Do it! With the power of your anger? Yes. Let me make sure. Okay. 19 plus 4. That's also gonna rip off the hinges. (laughs) (laughs) As as the door opens up, you see the last member of the the Saturday uh, Detention Club, Blanche. You know those uh, those big paper cutters that you kind of always saw chopping down? Yeah. yeah, I went to an art school. They had a massive one. As does this room. 
and Blanche's head is right beneath it so that her neck would be chopped right there, and the Quisling is holding it over and says, uh, stay back. I know how to use this. I've been... I, I, Hoshi. I think everyone knows how to use it. Oh. Okay, clearly you, you two are some bright eggs, but I have work to do and you're not going to stop me. These uh, bad egg students need to be punished. I thought you said you were about growth. This killing them is going to help them grow. I need to help people grow, and in order to do that, I need to keep doing my work. This it, isn't your work, it, though. Yeah, that's that's. This is not in your job description. It's a uh, you're breaking the law, actually. Yeah. Doesn't have to be this way. Do we do we ask do you ask us a question or can we just like punch you now? <laughs> you okay. Sloth can ask like you may punch him now if that is something you'd like to do, and if so, roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got uh nineteen. I got an eight. Okay, Stampede, you may go first. You should, if, if Oreo's still around, uh, Oreo should also roll. Okay, yeah, let me roll Oreo. Nine. Okay. Well, Stampede may go first. Okay. Stampede wants to, I guess, tackle the Quizzling or Professor Goldblum. He's Professor Goldblum no more. He is the Quizzling. Okay, I'll tackle the Quizzling. Alright, roll attack. This is just unarmed, right? Yep. Cool. Close combat. Will an 11 hit? It will. Nice. He takes three damage? Well, not quite, but he has to roll for toughness. Oh, right, right. Okay. Also, will my tackle get him away from the paper slicer? Mm, only if you knock him out. Yeah, you knock him out. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. He's an old man. <laughs> and he rolled really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you see from his mouth... A similar mist to what made up Boogie uh, expelling from its mouth, only this is a more of a dark red than a black. Gross. I would like you to both roll will checks again. Okay. Uh, oh, I got... I rolled a three, so that's an 16. 11. Ooh, okay. So you both are enraged at this moment. And I would like, since it's, uh, who, who's next? Hoshi or Oreo? I think it's, Oreo. Yeah, Oreo. Okay, Oreo may make a move. Hoshi, uh, when it's your turn, I'm going to, one, have you make a will save to break this effect. And, uh, two, uh, you're also going to attack a person determined at random by a dice roll. Oh, no! Of course, Oreo doesn't necessarily know that. Oreo, what would Oreo like to do? Oreo is confused. <laughs> to say in the least. 
He's confusion. Yes. Oreo will, um, I guess, I don't know, he'll try to get um, Blanche away from the paper slicer. Okay. Oreo is yeah. able to do that. Bites onto her skirt, pulls her away. And, like, I guess kick her out of the room and close the door. He's, he can try, but he can't do that all in one turn. He can get her on the way. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Hoshi, I would like you to make an attack of uh, on... What? Uh, I would like you to make an attack on Stampede. Cat so fight! Unarmed? Uh, whatever uh, method of attack you have available to you at this time. Well, she hasn't pulled her spear out, so she doesn't have that yet. <laughs> okay, well. Just strength or is it? Uh, this would be, uh, if you don't have any close fighting ability, it would just be fighting, then. Oh, okay. Strength and fighting are the same for her. Okay. Eight. Your total is eight plus your fighting? Yes. Oh. No, it's eight plus four. It's four plus four. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I'm rolled guessing, really bad. I'm guessing that does not hit your stampede. Is that supposed to be my parry? It's t- 10 plus your parry, so unless you have a negative parry. No, somehow. yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so you take a swing at uh, Stampede. You uh, you manage to block with your wrist. Okay, Hoshi, you may now make another will save. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20, okay. So you uh, still agitated, but you are no longer enraged. Okay, and now it is the rage creature's turn. Uh, It's going to say, You are both strong. Are one of you more worthy than this one? And he, he, the body of of Professor Golden lifts up. To be my vessel. I contain more rage than you. (laughs) Probably persuasion. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I mean, this, um, I mean, I agree that you're a very angry person, but <laughs> it, is, it is the personification of rage. Shouldn't this be intimidation, though? <laughs> I can see an argument for that as well. Go ahead, if you want to do that instead. 19 plus 12. Okay. I know my girl's strong and intimidating. <laughs> Lyra is the best wing woman ever. <laughs> Alright, it's going to attempt to fly right at you. And into your mouth. Are you going... Do you still have the stone? Yep. Alright, it's a reaction. Um, I'm going to ask you to... Uh, actually, what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to have him do an attack and uh, I'm against your parry to see if you can put the stone in the way. Okay, what's your parry? Uh, it's 10 plus whatever I have, right? Yeah. 16. Oof. Barely, but you do manage to do that. You move the stone right in the way, and you could see the creature being sucked into it. And the stone, which was once black and dull, is now pulsating red. Stampede. You're still angry. Uh-oh. Oh, no. You are going to attack.
your sweet baby. Uh, Oreo. No, <laughs> no. Pray that okay. you low roll. <laughs> the dice gods really hate me. I rolled a nat twenty. Oh no! no. Okay, no. so you're gonna get a bonus damage. How much damage are you doing, Oreo? Three. Well, plus more. Have Royal, uh, uh, have Oreo roll toughness, please. Okay. Oreo's a tough cookie. Yeah. Oof. Oh, I rolled a six, and his toughness is five. Nope, Oreo's gonna take two, uh, sorry, minus two, or rather two levels of damage, I'm sorry. No. You punched your boy. I punched my baby. <laughs> But you are now able to make a will save uh, to break out of this. Okay. Look at Ice Gods want that baby. The Dice Gods hate me. You know what? Frick you, Dice Gods. Dice Satan. <laughs> Dice Satan, please lend me your power. And total, that would be... Oh, actually, no, that's fine. That's 17, because they have an 8 will. It's not fine. You're still enraged. No! <laughs> Come on! Okay, uh -oh. uh, but Hoshi and Oreo, you can both act if you'd like to try and do something. I don't know what I could do. Well, you could try and attack Stampede. You could try and uh, run away with Oreo. You could try and uh, uh, grapple to prevent a Stampede from attacking anyone else until the rage passes. A lot of options. Check my abilities. My attack is literally called Feral Raid. Okay, yeah, I think I'll, I'll try to grapple. I'll let, well, Oreo gets to go first. Oreo's betrayed and stunned, so you should just go. He can't believe <laughs> that vine. His mama. Can't believe you've done this. <laughs> okay, wait. I'll you're gonna have to bleep yourself now. I know. <laughs> Okay, so what do I have to roll? Fighting? So first you have to roll a successful melee attack to engage the grapple. Okay. What would... Oh, close combat? Yep. If you're using your hands, yep. Okay. Fighting so... plus close combat. The only thing I have for close combat is my spear. I would not use that. So just yeah. fighting. Yeah. total of eight. Hmm. Not gonna do it, unfortunately. Yeah. Oreo, what you up to? Oreo is bewildered that this has happened to him. But but he he was an animal, so he knows once he's attacked, he has to return attack or else it's gonna keep happening. So he's gonna try his affliction. Uh-oh. Yeah. All right, but... roll a range attack against Stampede. <laughs> Lyra, attack Lyra. <laughs> Lyra hurt herself in confusion. <laughs> this is so true to life. Okay, he rolled... Do, 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 do. He rolled a 22. I think that'll hit you. What's your parry? Yeah. Or no, so what's your dodge? My dodge, I think, is just a 
Yeah, it's just a 15. You have plus 15 to dodge? My dodge is a five. Okay, 15, yep, yeah, and that is. All right, make a fortitude yeah. check. Oh gosh, I have a very strong fortitude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I rolled a 14. And what's the DC? Oh no, the DC is 15. Oh, so that's one degree of failure. Yep. So Stampede is coughing and hacking right now. She's okay. keeled over. So because that was a successful attack against you, I'm going to give you another will save. All right, cool. I rolled a three again, so that's an 11. <laughs> hey, I would remind you, I, Lyra, Lyra, I would remind you that I, to I, gave it, I told everyone, taught everyone about hero points last session. If you'd like, you can try and use that now. Yeah, I would. I would. To gain I a reroll. I will reroll. <laughs> oh please! I keep rolling threes this game. Okay, I rolled a six this time, so that's a fourteen now. Still not good enough. And as oh, it's God. as it's your turn again, you are now going to attack your sweet boy again. No. <laughs> Twenty, not Nat. Does that hit? Oh uh, yeah, that hits Oreo. All right, roll to resist the damage. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. Oreo got a that's fortitude, right, or toughness? Toughness, yeah. Toughness, so that's twenty three. He's fine. Okay. Make another little check then. We'll save. Oh. Okay, we're doing better. This time I rolled an 8, so that's a 16 now. Nope. Slowly oh. but surely you'll get to that DC. Hoshi, what you got? Grapple again, I guess. Alright, roll attack. Got a nat 1. No. Nope, that's a failure. Would you like to spend a hero point to reroll? Save me. Yes. Reroll it. Don't let me hurt my boy anymore. Nat 20! Yes! Okay, that's a crit. So yes, you successfully grapple. Now the two of you make an opposed strength check. 1d20 plus your strength. Okay. Uh-oh. Also, I forgot to mention, since that's one degree, I failed one degree of the affliction, I am vulnerable. Oh, then yeah. You, hold on, let me actually look up what vulnerable does. I hope that means I get to just grapple with a strength check because uh, that roll's not so great. <laughs> my, yeah, because I rolled a 17 and my strength is three, so that's another dirty 20. <laughs> I'm really raging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Okay, it means that your uh, your active defenses are halved. Um, 
but... Okay, so what are the results of the strength checks? Well, I got a total of seven. And I got a total of 20. Okay. Unfortunately, you're not able to hold on to Stampede, but because the attack was successful, Stampede, you get another will, will save. Okay. 18 this time. Okay, you are free. You are called. Finally! Oh, she is holding on to you as you begin to begin to stop flailing about as much. The whole time. <laughs> the whole time she was like growling, like acting like a full animal, like a rabid. She's like fully foaming at the mouth right now. And she's like, why is there so much spit? Why are you hugging me? What happened? You hit Oreo. <gasps> I hit Oreo? Where, where's Oreo? <laughs> Oreo is hiding behind Blanche. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Oh, my sweet baby. I'm so sorry. She's going to just start crying. This hits too close to home for her. Just going all freaky wild like that. Hoshi awkwardly pats her back. Because she's, she's not good with anything but anger. <laughs> Speaking of anger, she'll be like, she'll just like, kind of like sniffle and be like, did, did we get? Yep. Holds up Jim. So, speaking oh. of that gem, by the way, as long as you hold on to that, that's consider I'm considering this a magical item that grants a power. Specifically, you are carrying the personification of rage on your person. So long as you have this on your person, you are immune to mind reading effects because it's just going to completely all all the all the people who are trying to read your mind are just going to get raw rage, which for you might just be what they would normally get, but <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> but if you were to give that to someone else, then that would also be the case. <laughs> just like reads Hoshi's mind, anger, anger, anger. No, no, no. They've got that gem thing. Read the other one. Anger, anger, anger. Ah. <laughs> okay, so the day is saved. The Golden Girl Gang is alive completely. Yay! And Professor Goldberg is unconscious on the ground. Professor Goldblum. What did I say? Goldberg. Yeah, him too. Dinkleberg. He changed his name while you guys were fighting. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna uh, cut from there and go back to our other group. Okay, so the game is like this. No powers. You're allowed to use any of the equipment in this garage, including the vehicles. And then we take this ball. The objective is, you have to drive one of the vehicles all the way around the courtyard. And then put the ball in the fountain without touching it with your hands or feet. What? That, that's how you score in this game. Meanwhile, the opposing team uh, will try and knock the ball out of your control, at which point it's their turn to drive around the courtyard and then throw the ball into the fountain. Wait, so like using the forklift? You, what's it? You'll use the forklift. Uh, Mr. Nobody, you can use the forklift or you can use the golf cart if, if you want. And I'll be using the backhoe to play Goldie. Uh, dibs on the golf court. This is very confusing. Why aren't we allowed to use our superpowers? Well, because the grounds crew, crew they're not superheroes. That just wouldn't be fair. 
Yes, that's why I think we should use our superpowers. But we would win. It's not very sportsmanlike. Sportsmanlike? I thought we wanted to win. We do want to win, but we don't want to win for the wrong reasons. I'm not understanding a lot of this. Just tell me what to do. Okay, well, the two of what you are going to be are going to be driving around the courtyard. I'm going to be on defense. You got to get the ball, drive it around in a complete circle from the far end of the fountain to the far end of the courtyard and then get it from the far end of the courtyard into the goal, which is the fountain. And then the other team, when it's their turn, you're going to be on defense trying to knock the ball out of their hands. They're going to be using the riding lawnmowers. They have their own golf cart, as well as uh, a bunch of weed whackers and some rakes and all the gardening equipment. It, I'll tell you, that weed whacker hurts like a sunbitch. Uh, okay. Well, what positions do you want us to run? Well, like I said, you're the runners. I'm defense, the goalie, with the backhoe. Okay, okay. Are we doing this? I, I was, like I said, tomorrow. So gather up any of the equipment in this garage you think you can use, any electrical equipment, any of the tools. Um... No murdering. So the drill's probably a bad choice. I mean, I guess if you could go for their tires, that would be terrible. But not their heads. Can we destroy property? It's frowned upon. But, but not necessarily against the rules. Okay. I'm gonna take the bottle of booze in the fridge. I got an idea. I think I'll probably take I'll probably take the drill and try my hand at that. Well, the golf cart is pretty quick, so what we can do is that you can go around and try to dismantle or neutralize the offense and then I can be the ball runner behind you. Okay, and there's also one more very important unwritten rule. I mean, they're all unwritten. We didn't put the rules down. They're all in our head to uh, Jeremy Wall, and that is do not tell the asset. It's very important that you do not tell the asset. She will be furious. Won't the asset just find out by being, you know, near us? No, 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 no. She can see the future. When she looks into it, she's not omniscient though. She has to focus on something. So unless tomorrow she decides, I wonder if anyone's gonna be playing Jeremy Ball today, then she'll see it. But I mean, that's why would she think that? Again, this is why property damage is kind of looked down upon. The more, the more attention we draw to this, the more likely she'll use her powers to figure out, oh, we were, you know, putting people in serious risk for a stupid game on the campus grounds again. You need to stop drinking, blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. I agree with some of that. Mostly the last part. But here's... If we win... Well, yeah, if we help you win. Will you take me on a tour of the multidimensional hole? 
Like the entire multiverse? No, no. I know that's impossible to I mean, see all existing realities, but to kind of will you let me go into it? Show me around. Show me how it works. Take me to a different reality. If you think you're ready for that, I suppose. It's just so interesting. Alright, deal. But we're if we do win, it's gonna be called Rust Ball. Then. That's that's the trade-off. Uh sure. My idea was just to like have it called uh Sloth ball or something like that, but that's dumb. Alright, and I'm gonna say my voice is just about gone. So we're gonna cut it off there, everyone. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. We'll we'll pick up with this game at the start of the next session. Hope you had fun. Yeah. 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 Spooky Thank school you for adventures. Running, sloth. So spooky. Uh I love the theme of last week. I also said last week. Last month we fought a dinosaur and then today we're fighting a Jeff Goldblum. It's like a running theme. <laughs> next week we'll fight Laura Dern. Well, next month. Next month, sorry. I have no idea who that is, but okay. Uh, the female yeah. scientist from the first movie. Oh, she yeah. She looks like Bo Berman. <laughs> Bo Berman? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone. <laughs>